Hello, this is Joseph Carlson, and this is episode 52 of Gaming with Grief, and I'm calling this episode only 52. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let me get into the you know the normal stuff. This uh, this episode will hit my website www.gamingwithgrief on Monday at 7 a.m. Make sure to go there, leave a comment, let me know what you think of the the podcast uh, or the content, and uh, also if you want to leave me an email, go to gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. Uh, go there, let me know what you think, uh, drop me a line, I'll read it over the air if you want me to. If not, I won't. Uh, what else? Uh, oh yeah, go to iTunes. My show is on iTunes. Go there, uh, like, subscribe, rate, that kind of stuff. Let me know what I can improve, what I can change, and uh, yeah. So I think that pretty much is housekeeping stuff. I'm calling this episode only 52 because it is my 52nd episode, which means I've been doing this for a year, which is really weird. 52 weeks in a year, obviously. Uh, episode 52. Uh, I've been doing a lot of reflection on the podcast. This probably won't be a much longer episode than normal, but um, yeah, I don't know uh, if this has found any fans or followers, if anybody has downloaded this or listening to it, but I'll keep going. I'm still trying to find my voice. Um, A lot of this podcast I've noticed has been me just talking about uh, what I've been playing, which is fine. I've given some reviews. I want to give more reviews coming up. Um, I think, you know, the idea of me focusing on games and things that deal with grief is important. I have obviously been reflecting upon that a lot uh, over the past couple days just because, the you know, 52 is a big deal for a podcast. Uh, you know, anything over 10 is a big deal for a podcast. But I don't know. I've been thinking about it a lot. So I think... Uh, I've been thinking about my family a lot too. I uh, I went through a minor panic attack because I couldn't, um, you know, panic attack's the wrong word. I kind of had a minor freak out because I couldn't find any audio of my father. I kept voicemails of my mother. I kept voicemails of my friend Ben who passed away, uh, I, th- I want to say a year ago. Um, and I found I had voicemails of that, which is fine. But my father, I couldn't find any audio of him. And it kind of freaked me out because if anybody out there can relate to this, people in your life that, that pass away, uh, you kind of forget their voice. Uh, you can, I can hear it in my head faintly, my father, but I couldn't really hear it. And it wasn't clear. Uh, luckily, years ago, I made a very terrible short movie with help of Ben and a lot of friends out there. Uh, I made like a short film. It was like a 40-minute film. I submitted it to Sundance. No, it didn't get in. You won't hear of me. The movie was terrible. We shot it on uh, camcorder, no sound, no lighting equipment. I wrote the script, had to do many changes. People dropped out. Long story short, my father was in the movie. It's called Second Date. Um, and I watched... The scenes with him in it, he was healthy. This was several years ago. I want to say 2005 seems to ring a bell. Uh, he was healthy, uh, was hilarious. I uh, gave him really bad dialogue in the movie. He delivered it the best he could. It was based off his dialogue. Was The whole idea of the movie was... I was basically, when I, I was just trying to go on a second date with a woman uh, was the whole idea. Because I figured, you know, after two dates, you kind of have an idea. And... Uh, 
I gave him really bad dialogue uh, that he made pretty funny. And just to see him healthy and hear his voice uh, was pretty amazing. Um, yeah, and then I listened to voicemails from my mother over the past couple of days. She was healthy and sounded good. And then my friend Ben, who passed away, uh, I listened to voicemails with him. He is also in Second Date, so I saw a couple scenes with him. Uh, he lost a bunch of weight after we did the movie. Um, so he looked different, but he sounded the same. It was great to see and hear, and then see and hear my father as well. It was a great feeling. And it was a weird thing. I, I never thought that was something that I would look for. And, you know, I, I, you never think that you would forget that stuff about people that you love or care about, uh, but you do. And to hear his voice again was pretty amazing. And to hear Ben's voice again was, was pretty great. Um, I've been reflecting a lot about family and stuff like that. Um, work has been kind of a mixed bag lately. I feel that I'm doing a good job, but I've been, um, I basically had to report lately to the general manager, and he's a hard person to read. Uh, I think if he didn't like me, I probably wouldn't be there anymore. Maybe it's some of my own kind of shortcomings, but uh, you know, usually I go to work, I do my job, I try to do a good job, and I don't let it bother me, but lately I've just been thinking about it a lot. Um, I'm still getting paid good money, which I guess is great. Uh, my wife found out that she's being furloughed uh, for six months. Uh, luckily, her job has decided to pay her medical uh, for that time, which is amazing. They don't have to do that. Uh, so, you know, she's going to apply for unemployment. Uh, she, we get medical. And uh, so, I mean, it is makes you a little bit anxious when you hear stuff like that. But the fact that they're paying medical and they've furloughed her and they haven't laid her off is good. Uh, you know, uh, we've been paying, we paid tons of money towards both of our credit card debts. That's, you know, we used to owe about 10 uh, and now we owe like four, about 4,500, which feels really good. Uh, it's just less to weigh on you, you know. Um, I don't know. It's a big time of reflection. I really think it had to come down to this podcast hitting 52 because it's been a year. And I started thinking about like what I've done. Like I said before, a lot of this uh, podcast has been what I've been playing. And I feel that I kind of fell short in the goal of kind of what I say every podcast, which is you know reflecting on games, whether they be board games, card games, video games, uh, things like that, and how they reflect on death. Um, I really want to make that a focus coming up. Um, I think in next week I'll actually complete a game that the main focus is on death. And I'll definitely be able to talk about that more. Uh, hopefully it'll be a bigger episode uh, just so I can, you know, I'm really going to try to spend more time on it. Uh, I basically kind of in the future, I want to spend more time editing these and putting more life into them. I feel like right now uh, I'm finding my voice. It's getting easier to podcast every week, but I think I can make them a little bit slicker. I'm still working on a theme song. Uh, I haven't found anything that I've experimented with, the little bit that I have, uh, that I've created. I don't think it strikes the right tone. I don't want to be too somber, but I also don't want to be too upbeat. But I actually want to have a voice, if that makes sense. So that's a little strange when you kind of straddle the line between the two things. It does feel very strange uh, when you say to yourself, man, I really know what I'm going for. Um, yeah, so I think... I think that's what's happening so far is my upcoming plans of, uh, you know, trying to get a nice kind of great 
um, song that kind of says my identity. So when you hear it, you're like, oh yeah, I know this podcast. Because all the podcasts I listen to, they have one theme song that once you hear it, you're like, oh yeah, this is what we're listening to now. You know, it kind of sets the tone for the rest of the podcast. I really want to work on that. And two is reviews. I do have a notebook here that I'm looking at right now with notes of things that I've played uh, and how I feel about those things. But I don't think I've done one encapsulating review of a game. I've done early impressions. I think I beat Sekiro and did like a big thing on that. I don't think that was as good as it could have been. I think maybe I left some things in the dark. Maybe I didn't describe things as well as I could have. Some of that could be chalked up to me just being completely inexperienced and kind of going in alone and trying to do this. Uh, but I, I think now with 52 episodes again, I think I found my voice. Uh, I think I'm doing a little bit better. Um, I'm hoping again in the future that uh, maybe I'll have longer episodes and that maybe I'll maybe be able to do a deep dive into those games. Um, and I'm thinking honestly of breaking them into several parts. Um, things that I think will, you know, maybe we do like the general gameplay and whatever. And then maybe the last thing is me tying everything into the, uh, together into death. And um, actually to talk with my wife, there's another podcast I'll listen to and I'll shout it out. It's from Nora McInerney. I'm probably saying her name right, or wrong, I should say. I always say her name wrong, but uh, she did a TED Talk. I talked about it on an earlier episode. She also has a podcast called Terrible Thanks for Asking. Uh, you can look for it uh, on iTunes, which is where I find it. You know it's hers because it's got a yellow icon uh, for the podcast. It's called Terrible Thanks for Asking. Basically, every week she highlights people's grief and loss, and it kind of ties that into a theme. It's incredibly well-produced. Um, she herself, her husband passed away. Uh, I'm not going to say I know when. A few years ago, he had cancer. I know that much. They had a son together that was two, and she is remarried now with uh, other kids. And um, long story short, uh, she's definitely taken kind of how I look at grief or death and changed it based on the people she's talked to over the weeks and weeks and weeks. And it basically has been changing my perspective on grief and loss and I think it's kind of a neat thing to kind of broaden your uh, perspective or um, you know your, your feelings on, on how you're feeling. Because I think whenever you're going through something, you have a tendency to think this is unique, this is new, no one's ever experienced this, no one's ever gone through it. Which, again, is going to sound strange, but I don't think that makes your feelings wrong or strange or different. Uh, what I think, I mean, I, I think I misspoke. What what I think it does is I, I don't think it makes your feelings invalid. You can feel how you feel about a certain thing, but you have to understand that there may be somebody out there that feels the same as you or may have gone through a similar situation and they may be able to clarify or kind of uh, crystallize the way that you feel about a certain thing. So like, yes, uh, my... As my therapist has pointed out, uh, we did not suffer three miscarriages. Two of our children died, or one of our children died. It's kind of up in the air. That's a confusing feeling I have. But there's other families, and women specifically, and, and, and couples that have gone through miscarriages. So how do you articulate that? How do you show that to people? I think that's one thing that I'm still working through, not only with therapy, but also this this uh, podcast, is the proper way to express your grief that doesn't seem 
ridiculous or overbearing or you don't want to seem like you're preaching um, but you do have moments like that uh, that you feel that your feelings are unique to yourself which I, I don't want to get too into the weeds but I'll say this you you basically have to understand that there's people out there as well that have gone through similar things that uh, maybe not the exact same situation as you but it does change how you feel about a specific person or time or place. It basically helps you maybe understand your grief. Uh, an example, uh, I got it from Terrible Thanks for Asking. Uh, there was a woman on there. Um, I don't want to say her name. Obviously, she was on the podcast, so she's very public. She was a standard comedian. Uh, she was she was raped. Uh, she wrote a memoir about it, which I'm going to purchase and read. But the way, I'm not going to give it away listen to the podcast um it i think it was i don't know debuted a couple weeks ago long story short uh it's called remember she made a uh uh, uh her memoir is called know my name uh the, the one thing that i'll say is like obviously i haven't gone through sexual assault or anything like that but the way she describes it completely changed the way i look at grief and the way i contextualize grief uh, in a way that I didn't think was possible if I wouldn't have heard her perspective or listened to her or, I don't know, just um, heard her out in a way. Um, I definitely want to read the memoir. The episode was pretty amazing. But again, I think, it, you know, you have to understand that even though people have uh, kind of their own feelings or experiences, that it can help you kind of, uh, instead of like shutting them off, I think initially when you go through something traumatic, and I'm still dealing with this now, is to look at someone and go, well, you don't understand. You haven't gone through this exact same situation. It's completely different for me. You don't get it, which is a totally fine understanding thing to say. But I think what you have to do is take a step back and go, you know, what about their situation can I take and learn about my situation? And I think that's like probably the most important thing uh, that I've kind of learned so far in doing all this. Um, and it's something I definitely want to incorporate um, you know, moving forward in the coming weeks with the website uh, that I have and also the podcast, obviously. Um, I also kind of want to start doing some Let's Plays, I think. The easiest way for me is on uh, PlayStation 4. Uh, I have a camera. Um, I got it pretty cheap. Um, it's pretty easy to stream. You just hit a button, say you want to stream, and you stream. But that means that mostly it's going to be PlayStation games. I know there's third party on there, but I'm one of those weird people that I play all my third party on Xbox. That's kind of a joke, not really a joke. Um, I really like Xbox. I think it's amazing. I can't wait for the next generation of consoles. Uh, but for streaming, I think that PlayStation is much easier with just having a camera. Sorry, I have two different liquid choices here that I'm going through. I'm going between ice water and coffee. So um, I don't know why I said that. Anyway, um, I think that's what I'm going to try to do in the future is really focus on reviews of specific games, uh, maybe do some deep dives, um, and then try to bring that back to grief or whatever. Um, and I think it is helping me kind of deal and encapsulate all these feelings um, to me, I, I've said it several times in this podcast and past episodes, to me this uh, podcast is a kind of auxiliary therapy in a way. And I know it's kind of, I don't know, uh, it's, it's strange uh, for people that do art 
or um, or not art, but I, I guess in a way people say, you know, kind of art is therapy or like anything creative sometimes can be therapy and it may be kind of um, reductive or cliche to say that, but I really think it's true. You know, the fact that I can just look at the timer right now and just speak into a mic is incredibly freeing and, uh, you know, I can kind of speak my mind. Not that I don't in therapy, not that I don't to my wife, but I think this is another level of a way to kind of get things off my chest and help. And, uh, you know, if any of you are out there subscribing, listening, uh, you know, thanks for following me if you've listened to any past episodes. If you're just joining me and you have no idea uh, what this uh, podcast is about, uh, I'll give you the general spiel, which I've kind of broken up over this podcast, but let me just give you the general spiel. So I had uh, my parents passed away about 15 months of each other from 2016 to 2018. And my wife, uh, we've lost, uh, she had three miscarriages. And again, depending on uh, how our therapist and how we categorize it and the medical community categorizes it, we've had uh, two children pass away. One was born prematurely. The other one was born very prematurely at home and passed away. And we had one miscarriage in the middle. Uh, All of them were very early on. So we are going through therapy right now as a couple to uh, go through grief and things like that. We also had a very close friend of ours uh, pass away. Um, I've known Ben uh, since he since I was 18. Uh, I think he was in his late 20s, but he passed away uh, on 2019, and uh, it was terrible. Um, and uh, so that the idea of you know going through grief is a big deal. Uh, you know, going through therapy is a big deal. Uh, really examining my feelings about those things, I think, is important for me to just grow, because I think as men especially uh you can't really say how you feel we all may have hopefully we all have out there as men you have other close male friends you could say hey man i'm not having a good day i don't feel good and you can really kind of find out how the other person is doing or how they're feeling i think the biggest thing for me and this is just an aside i think the biggest thing for me that i learned in therapy was uh we always ask people hey how's your day going totally reasonable thing uh, but you usually go into the way or the kind of the steps of the day. I woke up, I went to work, I, you know, work was good, work was bad, came home, uh, made dinner, maybe I watched a movie, maybe I spent time with a loved one, uh, and that was it. Um, but you don't really ask, excuse me, you don't really ask how the person is feeling, which is a much different thing. Are you feeling sad? Are you happy? Tell me about your day. Uh, as you know your feelings of the day how are you feeling you know are you sad what are you thinking about hopes fears that kind of thing uh it's kind of all like encapsulated together and it's really hard to get those things kind of together uh i mean you know not how your day went but like basically no one asks how you're feeling which is hard and i think that's something that could be you know really uh really important you know how are you feeling today uh i don't know like i said it's 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 a process so again sorry that i'm rambling a lot of these things are kind of like uh kind of stream of consciousness kind of going off how i feel and i know uh this episode probably should have been this big uh episode 52 uh extravaganza but really i feel it's because maybe i've somewhat failed in the goal of the podcast to kind of talk about games because I do feel that games, uh, you know, whether, again, they be board games, card games, video games, 
kind of how they deal with death is kind of a new medium and how, uh, you know, how they reflect on themes like death, you know, and things like that and how they treat those themes. You know, are they true to those themes? Do they do good things to those dreams, those themes? Uh, Again, uh, early on I did an impression of Death Stranding um, and I will go back and finish that game, but it felt like it was using themes as imagery but not really digging any deeper to those themes of death and whatever and you know i might be reading too much into it because i've experienced things that they kind of brush over in the game uh but because of that i think i gave a different perspective um so i'm hoping that i'm able to look at it differently then you know like um i i've seen good things about death stranding i've seen bad things about death stranding i think some of the things that they bring up it is really just the imagery of uh you know those things and and what i'm gonna do is i think when i when i finally beat that game i'm gonna do a lot of research it's gonna be a big episode because i've read again i've read great reviews i've read terrible reviews about death stranding and uh, i really want to do a deep dive in it long story short um i don't really like saying what i'm doing coming up but i'm gonna continue to keep a notebook of games and i'm gonna try to focus on the original thesis of the podcast which is uh giving you an honest kind of look at different games and how they deal with death and uh, mostly video games because I, I don't know of many card games or board games that deal with death um, but I think video games just like a book or a movie are a great way to kind of look into death and decide or you know in a way make a story or a, a, a theme of death and how they deal with those themes and you know if it I, I don't know if it's true because I, again early on I said that I don't think that anybody, uh, you know, everybody's experience is unique. And in a way, you have to listen to people to uh, have them, I don't know, change your perspective. Or long story short, I think that, uh, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that, you know, does, do these, uh, you know, do these themes like Death Strand, a good example, where you carry a baby on the front of you and, uh, you know, spoilers to the game, like a few hours in, you have to cremate your mother. Does it take those themes of death and kind of make them resonate with someone who has experienced these things? I think if it does, then in a way it can resonate with people that haven't experienced them. If they explain themselves properly, and again, I think I said earlier, if they um, in a way uh, explain themselves or are clear and concise and have a clear thesis and explain themselves in a good way, then they can explain those themes to you and make you make them resonate with you. Uh, and there is other things about Death Stranding I think that have resonated with people based on the different reviews I've read. You know, the social system. And Long story short, uh, I don't know why I keep bringing up Death Stranding. The, the, the thing is, um, I think that you have to take something like Death Stranding and hope that it hits like all these points and makes you feel something. And, and the initial things that I played with the game, probably, uh, probably 10 hours, 20 hours that I played with the game, it made me feel like there was a lot of spectacle to that game without any real kind of internal machinations or feelings or thesis about certain things and focused on other things, but use kind of like this facade of amazing things. Like you're obviously going to feel something 
anybody is going to feel something out there if there's a scene with the baby being cremated. I mean, that's a horrific scene. Uh, you can go, my God, that's crazy that they decided to do that. But, you know, there's a section of the, obviously, the population out there um, that have gone through miscarriages. Maybe their child has passed away and they've had to cremate their, their child. Uh, young, old, uh, you know, like I said, my friend Ben, he passed away. His mother had to cremate him. You know, he was uh, in his mid-40s. 40 years of memories you have with someone. And you, as a parent, you have to make you know you have to you have to cremate your son you know or, d- or daughter and um anyway i mean does death stranding deal with that pro like does it add weight to that feeling do you are you sitting there thinking wow you know like that's an amazing powerful feeling or you're like yeah i guess uh you cremated a kid that's pretty weird i i think what i'm trying to say is if the if the genre, if the art you're looking at can uh, put you in someone else's shoes, that's an amazing thing. That doesn't happen a lot, and that's really what I'm focusing on on the website. You know, if in, in the podcast, if I can get something to resonate with someone or feel a certain way, uh, or maybe even make you, you know, think about what it would feel like to go through those things, that would be amazing. I think. Some things are really great at that. Some pieces of art are great. They're like books or movies. Man, I really thought of this, blah, blah, blah. Um, or not, you know. And I think really that's what I'm going to focus on next year. Uh, or, you know, in the next coming podcast, that's really what I'm going to focus on. I have, a, I think I mentioned it before, but I have a list of games that specifically have to do with grief or loss that I really, really, really want to focus on and give you, again, in-depth reviews, maybe break them into several parts, talk about gameplay, themes, stuff like that, lore, kind of final impressions, uh, maybe making two or three parts. You know, that would be, uh, I think, maybe a better goal for the podcast. So, uh, again, guys, I think that's going to wrap it up for my big one-year uh, anniversary, 52 weeks in a year uh, thing. So uh, again, you can find this episode uh, Monday at www.gamingwithgrief.com. It hits at 7 in the morning. You can leave a comment below uh, that podcast if you want. Also, uh, you can go to gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. Drop me a line. Let me know what you think of the show. If you've listened to an episode or subscribed, subscribe. Thank you so much. Um, or go to iTunes also. Uh, go to the Gaming with Grief podcast with Joseph Carlson. Uh, again, the cover is black. There's like a burnt match on there. Um, share, like, subscribe. Let me know what you think about the podcast or what things can change. Uh, long story short, uh, yeah, I guess that's it, guys. Uh, you know what? Stay safe out there. I know it's still crazy out there with COVID-19. Stay healthy. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Practice social distancing. Uh, I hope you're not furloughed or, uh, you know, I, just be safe. Uh, anyway, you guys have a good week, and I will talk to you again next week. Bye.